What is up, everybody? It is Friday. You know what that means. It is another edition of Curveballs and Sure Shots. We are back. It is your boy, Brandon Tanguma. Alongside is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing this week? Anything happened to you? Anything special? Just another average regular non-eventful week for Dominic Hobson, right? Exactly. There is nothing new to report from the camp of Dominic Hobson, except for the fact that I was stabbed. Oh, no. I But I thought you moved up to Washington to get away from the, the viciousness of the Bay Area violence that just well, is running rampant around here. Well, I was misled, and I am... Strong enough to say I survived a brutal, unprovoked attack by a dangerous, dangerous weapon. And what what would that weapon be, Dominic? It's going to be hard for me to talk about it. Um, And this is why we're here. This is your therapy session. Every every episode, we try to talk it out. You're going through a tough time, a tough move, and we just want to let we want you to you know express yourself on this here podcast. So, uh, hang on, give me a second. On uh, Monday, hang on, what was the date on Monday? Monday was the... Monday when you stabbed your toe? Shut the... Oh. He's building up to that. Sorry. Okay, babe, okay, babe. Okay, mm, oh. Sorry, what, what, sorry, what happened? It was Monday. Monday, November 14th, we'll go down in infamy. The day that I was stabbed. Oh, did you <sighs> shout out Adrian already? People, if you didn't know, Studio Audience is back. She's here. Yeah, Studio Audience is back. <laughs> Anyways, I stepped on and uh, you just ruined my. I had this whole fucking thing. I was gonna cry and everything, and you just ruined it. Stepped on a nail at work. Went in like two and a half inches into my foot. No, I didn't. Yeah, I went through my foot. I know. I now know how Jesus Christ felt. <laughs> Dominic and Jesus, one and the same. Dominic yep. has been crucified, apparently. Yep, long hair, beard. I'm just not skinny. But, uh, but no, I, damn, that really, you really just fucked up my whole mood now. God damn it. Give me that pillow back. Feels good. No. Fucking asshole. Might have to beat someone later. Um, no, I was working, and, you know, because it snows over here, Brandon. Uh, you know what snow is? Uh... Not cocaine, not semen, snow, like actual snow. Is that that like stuff you you put on the the syrup and you eat it with the, you know, you can. Yeah. And sometimes it's it's, sometimes there's like a a gumball at the bottom of it. Sometimes, sometimes it's kind of the same thing. But uh, uh, now the mascot, I guess, is getting in on the fun. But okay. everybody has to tell the story. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, look at this, Brandon. Here, I'm gonna turn my camera on just for a second. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Look, one big happy family, all Jesus. together. Jesus he wants to see his own Funko. As Dominic has a e four eyes Funko. Ah, uh, they're bl- blue light canceling glasses. So, anyways, Dominic. Anyways. How how did one step on a nail that pierced your work boots and your foot? Uh, because this was no ordinary nail. It was, first of all, a racist nail. <laughs> and uh, probably homophobic. 
And why would it become after you? Uh, what did I say? Because, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. That's why I don't. I think it was it was an unprovoked attack. It, they just attacked me, but it was buried in snow. So first of all, there's there there it is right there. Who buries a wooden stake with a nail sticking out of it? First of all, okay, in snow. So I'm wa- walking in this back alley because I'm marking out a gas line and everything. And I just turned around and started walking back to my, to take the photos of what I've marked. And next thing you know, I feel this big, sharp pain in my foot. I jump up and let alone, there's a big fucking stake attached to the bottom of my boot. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I pull it out and there was blood all over the nail. Walked Why'd you pull it my- out, Donna? You're supposed to keep it in there so you don't bleed out and die. I mean, I mean, your, your, your boy's pretty stupid, but. I know there wasn't no main vein that was punctured, so you almost did. Well, according to your dad, and me. Big Dog is a orthopedic <laughs> not, not doctor and knows everything about. Not, the I didn't go to the Big Dog. I actually went to the doctor, doctor, because I was uh, told to, and you know, he got it. Looked at my foot and was just like, "Yeah, you stabbed your foot pretty good, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, well, and that's we'll why we a- pay. That's why we pay doctors hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, and then I was he was like, well, we'll give you a tetanus shot and just stay off of it. I was like, cool. So I got a tetanus shot and stayed off of work on Tuesday and Wednesday, went back to the doctor on Wednesday. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be hurting for like a week and a half. And I said, well, I need you to put me on light duty, because if you don't change the because they said never walking. So I was like that my team my team my work was like yep you can't work you can never walk and i'm like what the fuck so you know so they changed it now i you know went back to work yesterday and i just been driving around giving supplies to people and then monday i get to drive to seattle and back in one day well look at you you're a little truck driver beep 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 but you know just uh over here living the dream Oh, and just let you know, I'm, you know, foot's fine. Not going to get amputated. No, uh, no infection. They put me on antibiotics, four pills a day for five days. And, uh, nice. you know, just, uh, you know, living the dream, living the dream. Brandon, I... how was your week this week? Oh, you know, it was okay, Dominic. I thought, uh, thought my friend's foot was going to get amputated. I thought it was going to be diabetes that was going to take it, but no, it was almost a nail. Uh, but glad to hear you're, you're healthy. You'll be a little truck driver. Shout out to all the truck drivers out there. Shout out Johnny Roca. And my week, it's been pretty uneventful. Did you I, hear back from them? Them. Well, I messaged the guy who I did okay. the interview with, never heard back from. Then I messaged the recruiter that mess that reached out to me. And then she got back to me on today pretty, pretty quickly. And then she said, that unfortunately they're moving on to candidates that fit there, that fit the position better. Man, fuck that job. I know. Fuck the Pac-12. I mean, who even watches the Pac-12 network yeah. anyways? Nobody watches the Pac-12 network. Yeah. I mean, I may or may not have a wager on style on Cal and Stanford. You know, a huge monumental football game, even though both of them are three and seven. We don't need to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, but it's okay. it's on the Pac-12 network that you can only watch if you have Xfinity. Stupid, but whatever, it's fine. I, you know, picked myself up, dust myself off. I applied uh, to two Oakland Athletics jobs. Okay, one would be a video production assistant. I don't exactly know if I'm 
equipped for that. And the other one would be a, I forget what, a authentics retail associate. So basically I think I'd be working with the, uh, where we would go to buy those, you know, game use stuff. I think I'd be working there. And so, 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 so here's my thing. Here's my thing. So if you get that job, I thought you wanted to use your degree. Well, you know, Dominic, at some, at some points, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Okay. So then why don't you apply to jobs out of the state? Hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to convince you to come here. I know you don't like the cold. Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather move to Las Vegas. Your 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 vagina freezes, but you know, there's other places that will take a college graduate journalist. You know. Yeah, maybe I apply to somewhere in uh, Reno or Vegas. There you go, and then you know you can be close to the MGM, do sports betting as much as you want. You know. You know. Really uh, amplify my sports gambling addiction. Yeah, you get some, you get some, you get in debt with some loan sharks. They beat you up a few times. You go to rehab, you know, or fall you hit a big fall in and... love with a stripper. So the Oakland, so I would, the thank you for your application. It will be received and reviewed with our team. We will begin interviewing for this position in January. So it's going to be a while. I did check up on my library and job and still haven't heard anything back for them. But I did check the job posted, and they basically pushed back all the deadlines a month. And it said the next step would be the deadline would be yesterday. But yet it's still in my application says nothing in terms of an update. So I assume I'm still in the running. So I that, that, you know, that's exactly still, how it is for the studio audience. It's I can still be applied. a sexy librarian. Yeah, but that's how it is with the studio audience. She, we applied for her job fucking before I moved up, and it's still under review. So, but they're slow in Washington. I don't know about, you know, California is pretty fast. So, you know, but. Well, I said, I mean, the librarian job I've, I applied like two months ago and. Oh yeah. We applied for that job. Like I said before, I even, I think it was right when I officially got the job, I think we applied for her. Cause it was like, she was like, Oh, if I could, you know, if we can start the same time or whatever. And then. It's like I checked, I think, like Tuesday or Wednesday, her application and it's under review still. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, come on, fucking speed it up. So, and, you know, it takes forever or they won't get back to you, which, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm OK if you're going to reject me, but at least just tell me. Yeah, I'd rather just get the rejection letter quickly so I can move on to, you know, I can other things. You know, just cut my dreams now. Don't, That's it, Brandon. Don't Just start an OnlyFans. Fuck it. I mean, I start, you know, I, you know, I think my feet are, are okay. I think I might start selling some feet pics. Turn on your camera. I'll let the studio on and I be the judge of that. Come on. I, well, I have Nike socks on, so well, kind of we'll take them some... off. God damn it. All right, here we go. I need to put up my brightness too, because, you know, I still don't have a working Tell light. Me what here. you think? Would you buy this? Hold on. Here we go. I mean, I also probably need to like shave them, not shave, well, kind of shave them, but you shave. know. You know, like like trim up the. Ew. Well, the light doesn't really do it justice. They're like, yeah, the light makes it look like look, you have yellow ass feet. They look super white. They're not super white. I mean, Show me the also, toes. Show me the toes. The 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 toenails are kind of. I mean, okay. I, I never got a pedicure before, but I mean, I think they're like decently shaped. My my yeah, pinky they, they my pinky toe isn't like completely underneath the the other toes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I'm not very. I guess I have to. I guess I got to turn around if you want to see, you know, the, the other side. Yeah, let's see. I need the heel is. I can't. Oh, fuck. The, Jesus the Christ, he- I'm falling apart. 
the heel is a moneymaker. Okay, the heel's not too bad. Not a lot of dry skin or any. Yeah, you know, I okay. I don't really take care of my feet, but my feet aren't like like terrible. Oh, yeah, so the nails say look the, the trimmed. Pink, the pinky, the pinky toe so, might so, be a little decrepit toe. because uh, back in the day, my shout out Big Daddy, he dropped a, a weight on my foot. Okay. And it like crushed my pinky toenail. Suck your big toe. Yeah. Can you suck your toes? <laughs> well, I'm kind of wearing you, some tight clothing right now. You did. You used to do DDP yoga though. So, I mean, I used to do DDP, DDP yoga. I did go to the gym four times this week. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not going to happen. I was, I was so excited <laughs> that was going to happen. It's pretty close. <laughs> I could spit on it. Oh, fuck. What about your feet, Dominic? You got some good toes? Hell let's, fucking okay, no. Let's, uh, let's, just, let's just cut this and uh, move on. Oh, okay. Um, well, because I was I was going to ask Adriana if she's listening, if uh, if she had a foot fetish. And if so, you know, would she be okay with you selling feet pics on OnlyFans? But, you know. I guess it ain't gonna happen now. And you know, but by the way, we were gonna start a new segment this week called Adriana's Tea Bags, where she spills the tea on any workplace gossip, mainly all American labels and packaging. Because when Dominic used to work at all American labels, everybody really cared about his work life and his drama. Exactly. And now that I don't work there, neither does she or the studio audience, but you know, she still delivers some gossip every every once in a while but you know it's kind of hard to do that when she doesn't fucking spill the tea so i did i sent i messaged her right you know about five to ten minutes before we started the podcast i said hey about to record what's the tea no 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 response so i i should have said bitch where's the tea but why don't you yeah. send that right now and see see what kind of reception that gets she likes to talk shit about so, people. yeah she talks shit about lactose people Striking a nerve with uh, me and the studio audience. I'm not lactose, but let's see. I thought you were Italian. But I am. Let's see. Bitch. Oops, hang on. I said but. Bitch. God damn it. Dominic, Bitch. you ever uh, update your phone so you can do the edits and stuff? Not yet. Bitch, Shame. I need tea. Okay. Send, it, send her another message. So, you know, well, we'll if, if she responds back, we'll uh, we'll so circle back to this. But, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see the kind of reception it gets. Um, you know, I don't know if I shared any gossip last week about, you know, apparently people, a lot of people are quitting. And, you know, me and her both kind of came. Well, me and the studio audience said the same thing. And then she kind of agreed with it is that we give that company like a year, year and a half, maybe before they fold well at least close the excuse me at least close the dublin plant until ty gundy buys it out and he becomes the owner if ty gundy buys it out then i will come back to work with for him but he needs to understand i want six figures you know well he has to be making six figures well if he buys it out he'd be making six figures you know well if he buys it out i'm pretty sure he's going to be in six figures worth of debt first six yeah probably like seven But okay. Seven. Okay. You know. It's but, okay. but yes. So that you know, that concludes Adriana's tea bags. If you wanna because apparently we've been yelled at that we don't include tea her bag. enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mary, we're not we're we're not we're not putting that in the internet that people can teabag her. Um Brandon. We don't, yeah. we don't kink shame around here, Dominic. Well, no, I was gonna say something like if you wanna send in your tea bags. 
Adriana. Send them in. <laughs> Text Adriana, and I'm about to give her a number out. You know, just uh, any tea bags. I don't. I don't know. Dominic, why are you driving to Seattle? What do you got to do? I got to switch cars out for the company. Nice. So me and this other guy, which by the way, I'm triggered. Fucking the guy that I have to drive to Seattle with is out with COVID right now of all things has a fever still. And he's like, Oh, I should be good to go Monday. And I told my supervisor, I'm like, bitch, I ain't driving. Did the you motherfucker tell, to- have you told him that you're a two time COVID survivor? Yeah. And I, I I'm a two time. I don't know. One, 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 one time. COVID survivor. One time. I mean, studio honest is a two time COVID survivor. Yes. Studio honest is two time COVID survivor. I'm just a one time, one time, one time. But, uh, but no, I told him I ain't driving with a motherfucker if he still has a fever today. CDC says it has to be three days with no symptoms, and he still has a fever. So, whatever. I thought, I thought COVID was over. I thought we don't care about that anymore. Well, your boy is not going to die. So, I was like, yeah, if I was like. But you got the if, one punch of vaccine like two years ago, so that means you're good, right? Exactly. I mean, I am. Studio audience wasn't, so. got After the vaccine, you still ended up getting it, and I didn't. But anyways, any hoots? Yeah, what um, is this? Twenty twenty? We're still talking. We're talking about COVID. What? Yeah, on, keep your politics out of here, okay? Shit. Sorry, you know, I just I live in such a you know free state, man. Yeah, fucking libtards up there. Yeah, you know, because apparently I'm gonna defund the pollution, and you know this and me. Fucking who? Who? Who are you impersonating, Dominic? Well, well, well. That sounded like. That actually sounded like a very educated person, not anyone from the CTE group chat. Fucking, you know. Oh, okay. Except, yeah. except for you, myself, and Tyler. Of course. Except, of course. What about but, Cousin Josh? Does Cousin Josh get a pass? I'll give Cousin Josh a pass. Oh, definitely. Okay. Get, right. no, I, you know, I'll, I'll include him. He's going to get a pass. He, he's included in that. Okay. Everyone else, though. Maybe Hardy gets a semi-pass. Everyone else, though, fucking bitches. Okay, well, let's uh, let, let's jump on into it. I guess uh, we had the MLB awards this past week. Uh, nothing too uh, spectacular in terms of like an upset. We had manager of the year going to Terry Francona of the Guardians and Buck Showalter of the Mets. Um, I thought that that was well-deserved. I mean, the Guardians really didn't – we didn't have too many of high expectations for them to go anywhere. I think maybe uh, Rob Thompson of the Phillies probably – I think maybe should have got it. Yes, you're not supposed to include the – the uh, what call it, the postseason involved, but just the fact that he took that team over and they were just a dumpster fire and they come back and they make the – just making the playoffs – I, I, I would have maybe leaned that way. Buck Walter Mets had a fantastic season. It fell hor- horribly in the postseason, but I think they're they're two pretty well deserving guys, Dominic. Um, I mean, I feel like uh, manager of the year should be given to the manager who actually wins the World Series because, yeah, your team did good throughout the season, whatever, but you ain't that good if you can't win at all. Am I right? Oh, you're right. I don't know. I mean, these are reg- it, these are regular season awards, Dominic. I know, but 
then shouldn't it be going to the first place team? No. Speaking of the CT group chat, we got a, a five-legger from Travis. He wins one hey, parlay. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you dare. Sorry. Sorry. I got distracted. Don't you I get, dare read I get distracted with parlays. I wasn't going to read his parlays. I almost had my Tease Me Daddy parlay smack last week, but it didn't because the goddamn Philadelphia Eagles. But we will rebound. We will come back. Stronger than before. Even though I do have a Los Padres game, unfortunately, this week, we're back. What? Um, well, yes, they signed us up for fall, even though I really didn't uh, commit to that. Um, do you get I, to pay for it? Uh, I don't think so. I think because we won the because we won the summer league, we get money refunded. I think we just put that into fall. Can't so, believe you're playing fall ball now. I really don't want to be playing fall ball. We started last week, and I said, uh, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." So uh, I'm doing it this week. We're games at nine o'clock, so. And catch the tail end of the morning games and watch the late games. So, but anyways, well, so that means you can't stay up late with me tomorrow on I my can... birthday and play video games all night. It's your birthday tomorrow. Yeah, everybody wish Dominic a happy birthday, except for me. I won't because I'm a terrible friend and I don't know anybody's birthdays. Yeah, AKA I may have forgot the studio audience's birthday, so I can't forget the studio audience's birthdays. Remember Dominic, so I just have to forget everybody's. Nobody gets special treatment. Well, pain. Yes. Next year, though, I'm on it. Okay. Everybody gets a birthday wish next year. Except for Studio Audience. No, Studio Audience definitely gets one. She's going to get okay. the uh, the 1231 again. She gets a 1230 birthday. Happy birthday. And I don't get one this year at all. But next year, everybody gets a 1230 happy birthday. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Uh, rookie of the year, we had uh, Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners and Michael Harris of the Atlanta Braves. Pretty Pretty easy. We could have seen these ones coming. I mean, Julio, the J-Rod show, love to see him play. Missed a little bit of time. Started off a little slow, but when he was hot, he was uh, scorching hot. I think Jeremy Pena should have uh, got some consideration as well. But uh, Julio, for the regular season, much deserved in the I mean, Atlanta Braves. Even though they, did, they didn't repeat this year, they just continue to pump out new young talent, sign them to long-term deals for not that much money respectively and michael harris is another one of those so that outfield with harris uh acuna and you know if you want to throw in ozuna or whoever else out there Braves are gonna be good for a while i mean let's be honest here rook of the year if i mean i'm not one that pays attention to college anything let alone even baseball but was this draft was this rookie season uh you know a how would you say an elite one or was it kind of easy that uh he won what would you say all right let's see i got i pulled it up here so american league results uh j-rod by far and away had the most at 148 points followed by adley rushman i mean rushman number one pick he was he's kind of deemed the savior the next the uh the face of the franchise for the baltimore orioles and i mean he definitely came to play he was he was very good and i think he will get better in the second season stephen kwan i mean he was a bat out of hell at the beginning of the year bobby wood jr of kc little up and down jeremy pena we know what the fuck he did in the playoffs uh george kirby for seattle uh Oh, no, he hang was, on, he was, hang on. Breaking news, breaking news. Oh, we got we got she, the tea bag. Uh she said, Do I call you or what? So should I send her the link? 
I mean, if she, I mean, if you want to send her the link, she's more than willing to join us and she can teabag us. Um, or she can call you and she can, you know, you can put her microphone up. I don't know what the fuck you want to do. Anyways, National League, Michael Harris, 134 points. Uh, Spencer Strider also of the Atlanta, uh, not the Falcons, the Braves, 103 oh. points. I thought he was uh, good as well. I think the National League was maybe a little bit weaker compared to the American League. I mean, O'Neill Cruz, he was like the stat cast legend of hitting 120 mile an hour balls and, you know, throwing balls across the diamond at 98 miles an hour. But it, it wasn't, I think, American League. Definitely it was like the the youth movement over there. The National League still pretty good players over there. But, I mean, Jeremy Pena in a very, very, very distant, what, fifth place kind of shows you the depth of the American League right now. So uh, I asked her if she wanted to join. I'm not I'm not gonna read everything because you know it, it it's kayfabe, kayfabe, kayfabe. But uh I told her she can just tell me the tea and then she can come on next week. Oh, is there bad, is, is that this, I was gonna say is this a bad time to tell you might not have an episode next week? A porque? Uh well Friday well are you working next Friday for Black Friday? Yeah I have to. Okay well I I wasn't assuming you weren't working. I was just asking you a question because on Friday I have to go out to the uh, stepmoms and uh, go out there for Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, about that, you have a job to do that requires every Friday or Saturday. Yes, I, yes I, Dominic has the option of not showing up, but I'm the one who has to always no, show up. Saturday. Not work well every every once in a while ha, well ha, every once in a while yes yeah yes I know. yes no yes we'll talk off air i don't she pinched me everybody could always do a thanksgiving day special i don't think she's gonna want to do a thanksgiving special hmm. but uh mainly fridays 99.9 of the percent of the time is fridays but it's a very high percentage that I don't think is correct, but go on. Yes. But so you cannot go. Sorry. I forbid it. Damn. Just tell you that I forbid. I forbade it. Forbade it or forbidden it. I mean, I could always go there and I can drive back to my dad's and then we do the podcast there. But I don't I know they live together. Uh I mean, they're together a lot, but they don't like live together. Oh, she has her I house mean, in Fresno, and he has his house in Merced. What's closer for Merced or Fresno? Uh, Fresno or Merced is closer. It's another hour drive out there, so it's like three hours. And I don't know if Josh is going to be there. He's probably not, so I'm going to take the jeep out there. Wow, Josh isn't going to go see your father. Well, he's a, a big time sideline towel water boy for the undefeated Sacramento State Hornets football team. Just saying, if Josh is looking to go, why do you have to go? Because I'm the, I'm the good son. And last year it was amazing because I was the evil liberal stepson that got everybody riled up. So hopefully Which with means you're just going to repeat it. So, yeah. So hopefully with midterms uh, in the books, we get some uh, awkward family political talk. And I can just chime in and just say a bunch of stupid shit. And I really don't care because I'm going to face the consequences. Nice. Until next year. I was nice. thinking about wearing my uh, AEW gay pride shirt, but that might have been looked too on the nose. 
I think you should just wear assless chaps and that's it. I mean, I could just ask my dad for them because I'm pretty sure he has some tucked away. I can you know, make a pit stop at his house and grab some. I mean. Oh, big. Oh, oh yeah. Big boy barking. Yeah. All right. We'll get to the tea bags after we finish up the uh, awards, the Cy Young Awards. Pretty Pretty easy. We knew where these ones were going. The American League, Justin Verlander was almost a unanimous Cy Young. He was almost, or what? He missed it by one vote. Or no, he was the unanimous. I don't know. Okay, whatever. And also Sandy Alcantara or Alcantara, however the hell you want to say it. He was a uh, Cy Young, unanimous Cy Young as well. Both of them, fantastic Verlander. Little hiccups in the postseason, but finished it off well in his last start in Sandy. We don't, we don't really talk about him all too much because he's down there in Miami and they had a, a decent little season, but uh, he was dominant in his own right. So two well-deserving guys. And then over to the MVP, uh, Paul Goldschmidt wins. We kind of foreseen that. Unfortunately, I picked the wrong Cardinal. I had Arenado, but it was Goldie. And then uh, the American league was Aaron judge. Almost unanimously, two votes went to Shohei, and we debated this a little bit. I know we kind of get this in the NBA where you can just give it to LeBron James every single year if you really wanted to, but I I still think for my vote, I would have given it to Shohei just because he had a better year than what he did last year. Yeah, but you know, but judge in New York, free agency, breaking the AO record, which isn't even the real record. He's still seventh place all time. Damn. I still, I, and I love judge. I would not hate it if he comes to San Francisco. You know, if he wants to come to Oakland, that's cool too, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I still, I still would have picked Shohei. I, I just feel like people are diminishing what he's doing because they're already. You know, they saw once and now they're just kind of bored of it. And it's, you shouldn't, you should appreciate the greatness that is Shohei Otani. Well, here's my thing with Shohei is, yes, he's great. But I feel like, in my opinion, and I'm going to be wrong because I'm always fucking wrong in this kind of shit. But I just feel like, you know, these great players they have a good first one or two seasons and then they start slowly declining. So it, in my opinion, because didn't he win it last year, right? Yeah. I feel and like, a, and he had a better season this year than he did last year. Yeah. But you can't overlook what judge did. So my thing is what happens next year. If Shohei has the same type of season, I would give it to him. But I would say next year is when you're going to see the decline of Shohei Otani. But if you say Judge had the best hitting season, you add his defense in there because Shohei doesn't really play defense. But Shohei also was like the fifth best hitter and also the fifth best pitcher. He got Cy Young votes. And it's like, are we just going to ignore that? Yes, whatever. Because, you know, Judge plays in New York and Shoei is down in, in Los Angeles with Anaheim and whatever. Yeah. But uh, we, we did get it? some some other signings and some other news. Uh, Cody Bellinger is a free agent. Unfortunately, he's speaking to MVPs. He's kind of falling off a cliff, kind of talking, kind of going off what you were just talking about, Dominic. He had a great first year, uh, second year, 
was it his MVP year? He had rookie of the year, then MVP or whatever. And then he just has not been anything close to what he's he was early in his career. Defense exactly. is still good, but his I don't know what happened with this swing. He just cannot hit water if he fell out of a boat. And that's something that I feel like a lot of the teams nowadays, you know, defense is always a given, but if you can't hit, if you can't get on base anymore, defense doesn't really give a shit anymore. So it's, uh, it's, uh, Cody, Cody will find a new home. Trust me. But I I do wonder like where, who signs him? Do you think, is it like a playoff contender that thinks they're a piece of way and maybe you have faith in your system that you can fix them? Or is it like a lower team, like the A's or someone who can just give him a, like a million dollars or something and he takes it and hopefully he can try to revitalize his career in a year and go for that big contract later. Hey, I don't know. I mean, it's going to, it's going to sound like a homer pick, but I can see him going to the athletics kind of, you can get him for maybe a little cheap and he'll probably, probably be, I'm not going to say the face of the franchise, but you know, if he can, you know, revitalize it like you were saying. I think Oakland would be a good fit for him. Just saying. Just but saying. I, I don't think they're going to give him that money. What he's, I, I think they could give him the money that he's worth, but what he wants is going to be two two different things. Yeah, I don't even know what he'd be asking for. Like maybe you're like five million dollars a year, five six million dollars, because he's like a big name, but talent wise, he's not really worth that much. So. Yeah, I mean, I just threw out the A's because obviously that's the first team that came to mind, but I don't think it's someone like that. Maybe like the the Diamondbacks or the Reds, shout out Mr. X, or I don't know, like a, a maybe not the Pirates, but you know, kind of like a, a mid-level team that might not really be in the hunt per se, but if you get a solid defensive-minded center fielder that may pop off and he'll hit 130 with like 12 home runs and 40 RBI, that's good enough for you. Uh, all right, uh, let's get, uh, I guess we'll get teabagged by, uh, Adriana. What, uh, does she have any news for us or is that was just what she I don't said she's think, coming on I next think that's week. it. Cause, uh, I, I, you know, she said, probably not. I'm scared. I'm a little, she said she's the little bitch, which, you know, she is. See, bro, I'm talking shit about your girl. What are you gonna do about it? I guess I got to come up there and beat your ass. You can eat my ass too, if you want. Mm. Maybe, but anyways, no tea bags. So she, uh, I, I told her just to tell me, and I'll she can come on next week, and she never replied. So she ghosted me. So Brandon, you know what? I don't think she's a, you're you're the one that ghosted her. I think she ghosted you. Thank you, Dominic. Finally so, coming around. So no tea bags this week. Hopefully next week we'll either have the tea to bag, or she'll actually be on the podcast and tea bag herself. Uh, Teabag us. So all right, no tea. Dominic, you, are you week. a tea? Are you a tea drinker? Only when I'm sick. Okay, I'm not really a tea person, but I watch a YouTube channel and they talked about like the perfect tea, and you're supposed to get a triangular tea tea bag, and you put it in there for three minutes, and you put the milk on top. And that's See, I never it. understood that. I don't understand the milk. Well, I mean, we go get boba, we get milk tea. 
Well, yeah, but I don't understand. Like, I don't get a hot boba tea with milk. You know what I mean? I get a cold. It's more anyway, like a, it's more like for a all of our smoothie. tea drinkers out there. Go get yourself some some try some pyramid or triangle triangular tea bags. Put it in there for three minutes. Tea bag it for three minutes. And if you're gonna put some gimmicks, put the gimmicks on top. It's your perfect tea. You're welcome, everybody. Hmm. That was tea bagging with Brandon. So tea bagging comes. Adriana's tea bags come before or after Brandon's tea bags. I'm. It's tea bagging with Brandon. Tea bagging with Brandon. Yep. Rolls off the tongue. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But so what also rolls off the tongue? Well, yes. What what also rolls off the tongue is our NFL preview. We're already into week eleven. So Dominic, let's get into it of our previews, otherwise known as. Can you give me a beat? Uh. I mean, you want me to like the beatbox or I can do like a hip hop beat or hold on. Maybe some here we go. Hip hop beat. Yeah. 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 What kind of what kind of beat you want? You want like some like some trap music? You want some. What kind yeah, of. Yeah. Some trap music. Yeah. Give me some trap music. Yeah. 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 All right. We got some trap. OK. About the freestyle. About the freestyle right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Dominic's picks. Uh. Dominic's picks. Uh. Dominic's picks. Uh. Dominic's picks. Uh. There we go. That uh, the beat was. I did like that beat. Anyways, so yes, week eleven is in the books. We had a decent, yeah, pretty good, I guess, for their standards. Thursday night football game. We got Meh. the. Tennessee Titans beaten down on the Green Bay Packers 27-17. Um, it, it was not that close of a game in terms of like score because the Titans were kind of in it or you know in firm control the entire way, but it was an entertaining game. I Packers get the win last week against the Dallas Cowboys, and people maybe gave us some respect. I mean, they were favorites at home, even though the Titans are coming back and with the vengeance and they were underdogs and they showed out that they probably shouldn't have been that they were a much much better team than the Packers Packers uh, going on a buy now or no going on a buy in two weeks I think who cares but uh, two teams definitely going in the opposite directions Dominic Titans uh, ever since Tannehill's come back even before then they've been playing great after a slow start Packers get that week that win last week but just have not looked good pretty much all year what what do you make of this game, or is it just kind of these are who these two teams are, and they played each other, and it was expected for the Titans to beat the Packers by ten points? I mean, I, I wouldn't say I expected the Titans to beat the Packers, but the Packers have not been Packers of the past this season. So, I mean, that I expect the I expected to be a lot closer of a game, but I kind of was weren't really feeling the Packers. I think I might have picked the Packers to win, but I wasn't. You know, I actually I take that back. I think I said if Tannehill was playing, they were winning. Or was that somebody else? We're just going mean, to, we don't really pick the Thursday night game. So we'll just, oh, okay. we'll retro retroactively say that you did that. Okay. Let's go with that then. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it just comes down to it. It's like the Packers, they're just not what they used to be. And most of that goes to Aaron Rodgers and him not adapting to, the talents that he has now and you know just and plus age 
and experience you don't have in that any of that with the Green Bay anymore. So it's going to be a, in the next year or so is going to be a new era of Packers football, which they probably never experienced before. And that's losing. Well, I mean, they're experiencing that right now. Yep. And, you know, Christian Watson came out last week and got three touchdowns, has two touchdowns this week, but wasn't. I mean, I mean, fantasy wise, like he was great, you know, scoring the two touchdowns, but they still haven't found that real replacement for Devonta Adams. And it's hard to find a replacement for Devonta Adams. Exactly. And, you know, Aaron Jones gets his AJ Dillon's been a bit of a disappointment um, defense kind of hit or miss. I mean, two uh, games back to back where they gave up a lot of points and Aaron Rodgers just doesn't look like the old Aaron Rodgers. Now he has a thumb injury that you can kind of blame, you know, it's cold and everything like that, but still you would expect him to be much better. And I've just kind of fallen off the Packers and kind of lost all hope. I think last week, I did. I think I did pick them last week to at least cover like, or yeah, cover the four points. But uh, this week, luckily I picked the Titans and I, uh, I was a winner, winner, chicken dinner, but yeah, Titans, they, they just continue to be an underrated team these past few years. They just, silently do their thing down there in the AFC South, probably worst division of football. They win games. They get a top division. They might get a first or second round exit, but in the regular season, they're, they're still a wagon. I think people just kind of forget about them. And when they get on a primetime game, they underestimate them. And King Henry continues to do King Henry things despite being old. Exactly. And that's why Tennessee is going to make it to the playoffs and then choke like they always do. Exactly. So let's get in to the actual previews. Dominic had a positive week last week at seven and six. Me, uh, not so much. I was five and eight. So this means I'm going to bounce back. I had a terrible week two weeks ago. I had a good week three. No, terrible week three weeks ago. I had a good week two weeks ago. Then terrible this week, which means I'm going to have a good game, good week this week. And I like the board. I have a sense of what I'm doing this week. So I'm feeling good, ready to roll. Dominic, let's get into it the carolina panthers travel to the baltimore ravens the ravens big big home favorites here at minus 13 i know you don't mess with the points dominic uh you're gonna go straight the money line it's not exactly a uh worthwhile pick because it's a minus 715 for the ravens but dominic can the panthers pull out the upset against the Ravens, which they will not have XFL legend PJ Walker or will be Baker Mayfield under center. No. Baltimore will win this game. Lamar Jackson. Mark yeah. Andrews trending towards he's going to play. Mark uh, Lamar sick. There, it feels like there's something going around in the NFL because there's been a lot, a lot of guys that have been out with an illness this week. But uh, it looks like Lamar will play. Not asking you to put this on your board, but do you think it's a closer game or just a, a runaway from Baltimore? I think it's a runaway for Baltimore. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers at minus 13, uh, plus 13. I, I'm obviously not very confident in that, but 13 points is quite a lot. And I keep saying with the Ravens, you know, they're a good team. They're my AFC champion, but they just kind of let teams stay around and the Panthers have a little bit of life coming off that win on Thursday, long week. They could, uh, you know, fuck around and keep it close, maybe have a lead for a little bit, but with 13 points, it's more, I don't have faith that the Ravens can cover the 13 that I think the Panthers can actually keep it that close. So uh, give me 
the Panthers plus the points here. Moving on with the Chicago Bears taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons land three points at home. Justin Fields has absolutely been lighting it up. He's been a fantasy superstar these past few weeks, but that has not translated to Bears victories. Dominic, will this week translate to a Bears victory? I predict the Bears will. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I was trying to, I was going long because I was trying to figure out in my head who I was going to go with, but I'll probably see the Falcons are doing surprisingly very well this season. And Chicago's been on again, off again. Like you'll have a great performance and then just go back to being the Bears. So I think I'll take the Falcons, but it's one of those games where I'm kind of like, meh. So I'll go with the Falcons. Yeah, the Bears used to be a terrible offense with a pretty good defense and now it's flip-flopped where their offense is really good but now their defense is trash mainly exactly. because they've you know traded away uh robert quinn and they've traded away some other pieces in the past so their defense is not what it used to be 49 is the over under dominic do we do we keep it with the shootout the bears have been in just, i think they put up 30 points like the last two or three weeks yeah i mean th- this game seems like fun give me the over because, I mean, Falcons were able to be in that shootout with Carolina. So, And the uh, Falcons' defense isn't that great either. So I like the over. Should be a fun game. But I will take the Falcons minus the three points. Wouldn't be shocked if it's a push with uh, maybe a young way, uh, young Hoku. I keep saying young Waku. It's young Hoku hmm. with a walk-off uh, field goal for the win to make it a, a three-point victory. But I will take the Falcons minus three here. Then we get the Cleveland Browns. Take it on the Buffalo Bills. This was supposed to be the snowiest of all snow games up there in Buffalo, but uh, six feet plus of snow. I would assume everybody has seen the photos and the videos of Buffalo's uh, blizzard that's been going on. It was moved to Detroit, unfortunately, but you know, safety for the players, for the fans and everybody involved. So we understand it, even though we might not like it. But the Bills are a seven and a half point favorite in Detroit, neutral field. Dominic uh, Brown's coming off a kind of an embarrassing loss last week. Bills also kind of coming off an embarrassing loss. So both these teams need a get right here. Bills lost two in a row. They've gone from the number one seed in the AFC all the way down to the sixth seed and in third place of their division. How the mighty have fallen. So with that being said, I'm going to go with the Bills. That's as long as Josh Allen doesn't fucking keep turn over, keep turning over the fucking football like he's been doing as of late. You know, he's been, you know, the who did they play last week? They played the Vikings in the game of the year. Yeah. And it's one of those things where he had those key takeaways and you just can't have that. So that's what he's if, been doing, he, there's been a lot of like bad interceptions late in the games. Yes. And that's. Should not happen, basically. So I'm going to go with the Bills, though. I'm going to take the bait. Seven and a half is a good number. So give me the Browns. Nick Chubb just running all over them. They can keep it close. Bills might be able to pull it away. But I have faith in the Brownies that they can keep it close, keep within a touchdown. Bills going back-to-back in Detroit. They're playing there on Thanksgiving, which will give a little bit of a, a turkey bowl preview, I think, at the end of this. But they won't be... Official picks on the they won't be official picks on the card this week. We'll do a, a card for that when uh Thanksgiving rolls around. 
Speaking of Detroit, the Lions traveled to New York to take on the New York football Giants. Giants continue to roll, beating up on some shitty teams. They beat up on the Texans last week. Detroit getting a win over the Bears last week. Uh, Giants minus three in this one. Kind of seems like it should be a bigger number in terms of what the Giants record is, but Lions got a good win last week. They've been able to keep it close through a feisty little bunch. Can they pull off the upset, Dominic? What do you think, Brandon? Oh, you're going to throw it to me? You're going to let me go first? Yeah. I'll go first. I will take the Giants. I gave the Giants minus the three. The Lions defense, not very good. Giants defense is a little bit above average. So, you know, the Lions can, they just get held in check a little bit. I think the Giants can, you know, run it up a tad bit and they can, you know, beat them by five points or a touchdown. So, Give them the Giants minus a three, but I also would not be shocked if the Lions pull off the upset. No, they didn't really help you too much, but officially I'm going with the Giants. I'll go with the Giants as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, any reasoning behind that? Or you're just copying me. 90% copying and two, I just feel like the Giants have been a surprising team all year long. So continue to surprise. All right. We got a shit bowl. Uh, in the works, a disappointment bowl. We have another one of those coming up later in the broadcast. The Los Angeles Rams take on the New Orleans Saints in the Silver Dome as the Saints are a minus two and a half point favorite. No Cooper Cup. Looks as though Matt Stafford will be playing. Uh, Andy Dalton, unfortunately, still starting for the Saints. As I said, this is a disappointment bowl. Both of these teams had playoff aspirations, at least. Rams probably even more looking to repeat. That has not happened. I hate both of these teams, even though I love one of these teams. Give them the Saints minus the two and a half. It is disgusting. I hate it. But who dat? Really? Who dat? Really? I, it's more that I have faith in the offense or the defense, rather. Their defense hasn't been fantastic, but they still have playmakers. The defense of the Rams just, I I hate both these teams. Both these teams are garbage. They're terrible. The offense has of the Saints has just puttered out. The Rams offense is just abysmal. Now you take out Cooper Cup, it's going to be anemic. Just this game is ugly. It's a 30, the over-under is 39. Like the Saints and Rams total should not be 39. It should be like 49. But this just shows how terrible these two teams are. You know, I was going to go with the Rams until you totally just broke it down. And now I, I'm feeling the Saints. Come ride with me, Dominic. I'll ride with you, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then we move on. Then we get a divisional matchup between the New York football Jets traveling to Massachusetts to take on the New England Patriots. Patriots, a three and a half point favorite. Bill Belichick has absolutely owned the Jets forever. Like going, well, not forever, but kind of going all the way back to those early uh, Rex Ryan days where the Jets had the Patriots number for a little bit. But they, Patriots keep winning, even though the Jets showed promise. Patriots beat them early, uh, early in the season. Jets try to bounce back. They are uh, getting three and a half points here, Dominic. Can the Jets, coming off a bye, I believe, upset the Patriots? 
Yes, I think that for some reason, all the teams, there's a lot of teams this year that have just been super surprising. And Jets are actually one of those teams as well. And the Pats have just, they've been very, very disappointing. And yes, you can blame it on Tom Brady. You can blame it on Belichick. You can blame it on Zappy and the fucking other dude, whatever his name is. But uh, who? Mac Jones? Oh, Mac Jones, that's what it is. You can blame it on however many people you want. Except stroke. But I think the Jets are just having I'm the Saints. The Jets are just having a pretty decent year. So I'm going go with the Jets. Both these teams coming off a bye. So kind of kind of rare that that happens. I'm going to just continue to ride the Belichick train, keep it with the trends. I love the Jets. You know, it's a fun team. Shout out most, you know, shout out Salah, shout out the Mill Funder, Zach Wilson. But uh, just give me the give me the, give, give me the Patriots and like an ugly bang them out, you know, defensive game and uh, three and a half. Maybe, maybe I mean, it's an, it's an important number, but I'll, I'll lay it with the Patriots just because it's the Patriots against the Jets at home off a of bye. All signs kind of point to the, the Patriots kind of scares me, but I'll uh, I'll take the bait with the Patriots then. We get the Philadelphia Eagles, who are not undefeated anymore. The 72 Dolphins can celebrate as they take on the Indianapolis Jeff Saturdays. Yes, the Colts beat the beat the Raiders last week in mm. Vegas. I know we just move on. The Colts are home underdogs by seven, giving up to the Eagles. Dominic, the Eagles trying to get a bounce back while the Colts try to keep it rolling and possibly sneak in to the playoffs with old Jeffrey Saturday. See, I'm going to give it to Philadelphia. I think last week was a fluke and they're going to definitely going to bounce back hard and beat up on these Colts. Now I am on the opposite. I, I love the Colts. I love the Colts here. Now it's at seven. I would love for it to be up to seven and a half, but I, I really like the Colts in this situation. Eagles a little bit down. The, I mean, maybe the recipe's out that they can't stop the run. Jonathan Taylor had a big game last week against the Raiders, and if they can keep it going. And I never really understood why they moved out of Matt Ryan. Like, yes, he might not be MVP Matt Ryan, but he was still a servable quarterback. And I, I, I think the Colts can keep it close. Now, I don't, I don't see them winning it, but if you're going to give me seven points at home, I, I I really like this Colts team to to cover that. So um, give me the give me the Colts, and I would not be surprised if we, we see the Colts pulling off the upset and beating the uh, the Eagles at home. Just I mean, we we saw it on, what happened on Monday. Just run the ball, run the ball. They have a better back with Jonathan Taylor, and they got some weapons over there. Paris Campbell better have a big game. Definitely has nothing to do with my fantasy team, but just a little hunch that I got. So give me the Colts plus a seven would love for it to move up to seven and a half, but I will take the push if that happens. Then moving on a uh, kind of a shit bowl, but as we said, commanders pulled off the upset against the Eagles last week. They go down to old Houston as the Texans are getting three and a half points at home. Dominic, can the commies keep it rolling or can the Texans spoil the party? Hoping the commies keep it rolling. I think the Texans are just a very, how do you say, lackluster 
team this season. So they're a know. feisty team, but they're just not winning games. Exactly. But yeah, I'll go with uh yeah. 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 I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the commies as well. Um this one's kind of hard. I, I don't know exactly. Well, I mean the Texans run defense is atrocious. We saw what Saquon did to them last week. And if the commies can do what they did to the Eagles, I think they can do it again to the Texans. So, you know, give me the commies minus a three and a half. Uh, maybe the Texans, uh, you can find them in the tease me daddy parlay later this week. But uh, if we're just going at the three and a half, I will take the commies. Then we are moving into those afternoon games. Here it is. The AFC shit bowl, the disappointment bowl. The Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Denver Broncos. Broncos are laying three points at mile high. Dominic, this is our team. This is an ugly game. I don't really want to watch this game, but I probably will because I am a sicko. Can the Raiders actually win a ball game? Well, didn't we beat them earlier in the season? Yes, that was a breakout Josh Jacobs game. So I'll go with the Raiders yet again, but I'm not... Happy to say that, put it that way. Yeah, I, I I do not know. I am staying all the way away from this game. I don't know what to make of it. Um, Josh McDaniels, they want to fire him, but they can't because they're broke, even though they're in Vegas. I don't know how you're broke in Vegas. Well, I can't see how you can be broke in Vegas, but as a <laughs> company, as a entity in Vegas, I don't know how you can be broke. Denver, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But, you know, it's a win-win. I get the pick right if the if Denver covers. And if, well, I guess the Raiders could lose by two, which is a very well possibility because this can just mm-hmm. be an ugly, you know, seven to six win for the Denver Broncos. But uh, game of the Broncos minus three. If, fuck this game. I am not going to be watching it, really. I mean, it, if it pops up on red zone, I'll watch it. But I don't think I'm going to be watching it because there's better games out there. Even this one. I have a little bit more intrigued than this one, also for fantasy purposes. But shout out Mr. X, the Cincinnati Bengals coming off a bye, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, an AFC North battle. Steelers getting four points at home, formerly Heinz Field. Do not know what it's called now, but it'll forever be Heinz Field. Uh, Steelers, you know, played them close week one, should have or did win that game, but they probably shouldn't have won that game. Dominic, can they uh, do it again? Uh, all the signs point to Mike Tomlin being a favorable road underdog Bengals coming for by Jamar chase going to try to play, but I don't think he is going to play TJ Watt is back. That helps the defense immensely. Are you going to pander? I'm going to go, go with, with the, the Bengals. Of course you're going to go with the Bengals. Any reason behind that besides you pandering pandering. Okay. You know, and I, I, I am okay with that. I, I am accepting of your pandering Dominic I'll go with the Steelers as I said a lot of signs point to Mike Tomlin being a good road or a good home underdog in the situation four points a tad bit we saw what that happened in week one it could be a close game yet again TJ Watt is back on the field hopefully T Higgins can have a good game well they Tyler Boyd has an atrocious game just dog shit terrible outing by Tyler Boyd but T Higgins go off Go off King, stunt on these hoes. And also Joe Mixon can eat a bag of dicks and don't don't do anything. Just Joe Burrow, just feed T. Higgins every single time. Just be like Kirk Cousins and, and Jefferson at the end of that Bills game. Just feed exactly. them, feed them, feed them, feed them. 
fuck Tyler Boyd and fuck uh, Joe Mixon. Also, feed, feed Hayden Hurst, but he's going to be on the bench. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go with the Steelers and Mr. X. Don't worry. I think every time I go against the Bengals, you guys end up covering. So, guaranteed to win. You're welcome. Guaranteed. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, they tra- or they are staying home as they take on the Dallas Cowboys in Minnesota. Despite the impressive win against the Buffalo Bills last week and the Cowboys losing to the dog shit Packers, Dominic, the Cowboys are a minus one and a half point favorite. I do not know what is up with this. Call it a trap line, whatever that, whatever you say, I am taking the Vikings all day, every day. I love this team. Give me the Vikings. Fuck the, fuck the points. Give me the money line. I mean, it's one and a half. Why am I messing around with that? Just give me the money line. I'm going to go with the Vikings, not because I have Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, but I think the Vikings are just going to, you know, if, if, if cousins and Jefferson going to have a game like they did, they're going to, they're just going to fucking dominate Dallas. That defense. Yeah. Is good, but I think they can win it. Then we got the Sunday night football matchup, the chargers at home. Once again, there on uh, Sunday night, they host the Kansas City Chiefs, who are a tad bit banged up on that receiving core. Uh, Juju is out. MVS, I believe, is out. So this could be the big breakout uh, Kadarius Tony show. Uh, the Chargers are getting the five points at home. Uh, have these two teams played yet this season? I do not I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. So nothing really to go off on, but... Uh, what what do you see in this one? The Chiefs kind of now with the Bills losing are in firm control to uh, get that number one seed, get that bye week. Can they uh, Chargers also banged up in the receiving core, but they might get Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back, which I know you're excited for, Dominic. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to risk that that uh, Kansas City defensive with Mike Williams. You know what I mean? So from the Department of Corrections, they did play in week two. Oh, it was a Thursday night game where uh, Justin Herbert got his ribs smacked, but he still led them down the field with a bunch of busted up ribs and fucking threw a touchdown to cover. Oh, Justin Herbert, I I loved you for that. And he threw it to Josh Palmer, which made me hit an anytime TD prop. So how could I forget that game? That was one of the best games of the season for me. So, But the Chiefs did win 27-24 at home. So kept it close. Five points is a lot. I know you don't fuck (sighs) with that, but... See, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I think I'll go with the Chiefs just because Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey is just going to dominate. Give me the points. Give me the Chargers. They are probably, well, they will be on the Tease Me Daddy parlay this weekend. I uh, I, I like the Chargers. You know, I mean, they, they, do, they looked really good that first half against the 49ers. Not so much the second half. I do like the 49ers. They probably are a Super Bowl contender. Chiefs definitely are as well, but their defense doesn't scare me as much as the 49ers do. So I think the Chargers can stay around in that home field. It's not really a home field. So it's probably going to be decked out in red, but give me the Chargers plus the five. Then, speed of those 49ers, they are going south of the border, going to Estadio Azteca as the San Francisco 49ers take on the Arizona Cardinals. In high elevation, 49ers laying eight points as kind of road favorites, even though it's on a neutral site. Dominic, can the Cardinals, who who knows what's going on with Kyler Murray's hammy, high elevation, not good for the hammy, so it might be a Colt McCoy game. Uh, Nuke is hurt or something popped up to where he might not be playing. Marquise Brown probably isn't playing, but he could come back. 
So a weakened Cardinals team with a 49ers team that is all loaded up now. Barely able to squeak by the Chargers last week, but can they lay the beat down on the Cardinals? Candy asses. I hope so. I don't want the Cardinals to win. I don't like the Cardinals. I don't like Kylo Murray. I like D Hobbs. But other than that, I hate the Cardinals. So that is my answer. So you're going with the 49ers, but you're a Raiders fan. You can't, you know, actively cheer for the 49ers. Yeah, but my aunt has a shit ton of Niner memorabilia. And so I need to be the the uh receiver of those goods once you know it's okay that, i mean i i am not against cheering for the 49ers i mean hell when we went to top golf me and tyler had the 49ers in the nfc championship game so we're okay with that um eight is a a large total uh do these teams play each other before i uh, know i don't think Maybe. they have so it's kind of hard to go off of what you think they could be, but 49ers, I just don't like it being over a touchdown, but I'll, I'll lay it. I'll, I'll lay the eight with the 49ers. Um, yeah, I with it being a, a neutral site game, high elevation, I don't know exactly what that's going to do to the, to the players, so it's kind of hard for me to handicap this one, but uh, that's what we do. Gun to my head, I will take the 49ers. Now, uh, we you know what I mean. We'll I'll text you and we'll get your picks for a Thursday night. But we got Buffalo Bills, Detroit Lions to open up. Then we get the New Orleans football, the New York football giants taking on the Cowboys, which should be a good one. Then closing out with the New England Patriots and the Minnesota Vikings on Thursday night. But it's on NBC, not Amazon Prime, so don't kind of worry. Um, so stay tuned for those picks. If you're not follow us on Curveballs and CS on Twitter and Instagram, we will post those when. It is old Turkey Day, but uh, Turk, 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 Turk. That is uh, that is it for the uh, the sports thus far. So let's uh, move on into the fan mail segment, otherwise known as. Well, it's time. Do another beat? No. Okay. Let me start well, the video. I know. Well, it's time for Mister X's. Questions of the week. Bum, bum. So let's move on into the Instagram. As old Johnny Roca has uh, questions for you, he wants he wants me to make you answer the questions from last week since you had to leave. Boo! Thumbs down emoji. He booed me. Yep. How dare you boo me, sir? How dare you? Anyways, Dominic, what is the most annoying song of all time, according to you? Oof, fuck. What'd you pick? Do you remember? Uh, I said Friday. Not exactly, because I kind of like... I love that song. I kind of like Friday now, but it was also because... Uh, I, I was trying to figure this out, but who was the uh, the Asian math teacher at uh, Royal? Mr. Jaw. He kept fucking... He would sing it every fucking Friday, yes, and you and that's why punch him in the face. And that's why I didn't like it. So that, that was my answer. Not Not exactly the song, but just him singing the song. Yeah. Um most annoying song. Most annoying song. Most annoying song. You know what? I gotta say it's fucking annoying, and I don't even know if it's a real fucking song. The frog song? Nope. It's annoying because when you hear it, you you feel stupid listening to this song, and then 
you get it stuck in your head and then you just start saying it and you're like, what the fuck? It's that stupid bitch on TikTok that's I'm period and eh, you're period blah. I'm period blah. That that period and eh, period and eh, period. Yeah, eh, period, it's so eh. fucking annoying. But yet I like the memes. I saw a yeah. new one yesterday. It was pretty funny. So I think that's fucking pretty annoying and pretty fucking stupid. So I'll go with that right now. Uh, what are your three most fun teams to watch in the NFL right now? Well, because of where I'm at, thank God I can't watch the Raiders. Um, hey, last week, I, I the Raiders weren't one of the local games. It, we could only watch the Cowboys and uh, Packers. That was the only game available last week. So we're right there with you. I've been watching a lot of uh, Minnesota. So I'll give that to me. I'll give one to Minnesota. I'll give one to... probably Dallas just because of the fact, like I said, it's my local area. And, um, and of course, I didn't, I didn't know you lived in Dallas. I didn't know you live in Dallas. I, that's I get every Dallas game for some reason. I'll get well, a Dallas I game, mean, da- but, but I won't get a fucking Raider game in Vegas. Well, Dallas, you know, is America's team. Not this American's team. Yeah, you're living in the defund the police America. Uh, don't you go defund the police, Dominic? <laughs> you fucking stupid fuck face. For the record, that was not pointed at me. That was not pointed at you, no. Yes, thank you. Uh, Dominic, well, this is a, an apropos question after what happened this past week. Have you ever broken a bone or got stitches before? And what happened? What, what, Did you get what stitches you... at your foot? Or what? what how's that? Nothing. Process? Nothing. Didn't even... The, you have a fucking hole in your the, foot? The triage nurse I spoke to over the phone said they wanted not only to get me a tetanus shot, but they wanted me to have the doctor clean it. Doctor didn't even clean anything out because it's a fucking nail hole. It's not like it's a fucking gash. So he it's was like, a, yeah. You just have a perfect circle at the bottom of your foot? You can't, you can't really, unless you look at my foot, you can't really tell. Because now the skin's just kind of closed up? Yeah, pretty much. It's nope. just swollen. Once again, you didn't take any photos of this. Traumatic yeah. incident. But uh, you have, have a, a picture of chili bone? bowl, but you won't take a picture of your busted up foot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, have I broken any bones? Yes, I've broken. I had a type three mallet fracture in my right pinky finger. Um, the way that it was broken, luckily did not need surgery on it. Um, but I was in a cast for, I think, like a month or like three weeks or something like that. Um, I've had stitches in my chin. Uh, I've let's see, technically, I've broken my neck. That was sophomore year during wrestling. I got pile drived, pile driven. How would you say that? Pile drove, pile drove by a assistant coach and went to the doctor. And the doctor was like, Well, if you want, if you want to be technical, you broke your neck, but it's not like it's you know anything critical he was like do you want to wrestle still i go nope he goes then technically you broke your neck and you're done i said for sure so there's that damn should have should have said yes and gotten at least asked for a neck brace you get the sympathy card i had the neck brace remember i had the soft one no you don't remember that well you should have gotten like the full-blown like the full-blown plastic one that like covers your whole face yeah like you're a middle linebacker from the 90s so the neck the pinky 
I mean, I've broken toes before. That's just because I've fucking stubbed them so hard that my toe was broken, but not nothing, nothing where I needed a boot or anything. So you're um, telling me no only feet for you? No, definitely not. Um, technically, I had stitches. Uh, no, no, I did not have stitches when I got my tonsils out. That was just scabbing that broke. So yeah, that's about it. And so too many concussions to count. Yeah, so my chin had stitches, my pinky and my neck were broken, and, you know, the stab wound, the stab, the nail wound, my foot recently. So, those are my major ones. And the concussions, of course. And the con- of course, the concussions. So, of course. I, uh, I said the broken arm, but I also, I think I forgot to say my uh, busted up fucking mouth. Fucking Eric Moore, whatever the fuck his name is. One of those, dip, one of those dipshit Moore brothers were swinging bats guys. around during farm practice guys. and he smacked you, you, me in the You played my brother preferred painting. I remember that. Did, uh, didn't one of them crap themselves? I don't fucking know. I was a child and I got and- fucking smacked in the math and uh, <laughs> fucking blood everywhere. Had to go into my dad's like old 60 something, 70 something Chevy and just fucking bleeding everywhere and I had fucked up teeth, and then I had to get braces when I was in middle school. But now I have pretty teeth, so it's all it's all fine and dandy now. And you have a huge throbbing cock. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't. Well, technically, I don't think I got. I don't know how exactly that works. I blacked out, but got hit in the mouth pretty bad. But uh, yeah. I cannot remember if anybody crapped themselves, Dominic. Oh. Back. In Ian said one of them did, and they said that they spilled hot cocoa or coffee or something like that. My brother was like, "You, it smells in here." And yeah, but. Don't uh, well, me. I don't. Well, if he play, did he play with preferred painting for two years? Because I think I only played with him for one year, right? When I play with him for two years, I honestly don't know. Because I played on the road. I was too young two to years. remember. <laughs> well, you were you were the cute little mascot for us. Bitch, shut the fuck up! No, I well, wasn't. Well, I well I well I think my mom said something like, "Oh, you know, Dominic was like so cute in the stands. He was just so lovable." Yeah, that's just who I am. I'm a lovable person. And especially when it's a good-looking, sexy baby. Even though you're like six or seven. Whatever. Well, you're still fucking in T-ball. I, I was busting my ass in the farms, Dominic. Grinding. Yeah, but I was, the game. I was a megastar in T-ball when you were still just a little bitch. Uh, me and Andrew Rosario fucking ran T-ball with Roto-Rooter, right? So you could suck T-ball. T-ball. You were in farms. When this happened, okay. Yeah. So I ran T-ball. You were fucking taking two and one in farms on preferred painting, motherfucker. All right. Don't you don't want to go down this rabbit hole, Dominic? You don't. You don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I'll call Ian right now, and we'll fucking settle this shit right now. Oh, that you're a better baseball player than I am. That no, he's a better baseball player than you. Ooh. You know he took a. You know I'm not, I'm not gonna go there. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm gonna go there. He put preferred painting on his back to go to the TLCs with you guys. He won we, it. He won it for you guys. We didn't go to TOCs. We played like the National League All Star team. We fucking yeah. whooped yeah. their ass. You guys were like undefeated, right, or whatever, or something like that, and or just had such You're a welcome. great record. You guys You're didn't welcome. have TOCs, but you guys played the National League and beat the fuck out of them. Because I remember hearing, "We are the champions," over the PA system. Yeah, just one of the many championships I've won in my career. With the last one being. Not well, not the last one. The most recent one. Got to correct myself. It's going to be podcasts. the last one now. Well, who cares? Anyway, all right. Uh, questions for this week. Just one. Who is the best three or less win trans? I think they meant to say team, but uh, trans mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the NFL. Uh, so damn. 
So the 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 shit the shit bowl the shit holes are the Browns, Broncos, Rams, Raiders, Bears, Steelers, Lions, Saints, Panthers, Texans, and Hagwires. Um, I think the obvious pick would be the Browns. I think they kind of stick out as the best team for me. The the problem with the Broncos is they have a ungodly defense. They have the best defense in the league scoring wise, and then the worst offense in the league scoring wise. So, but but my thing is, is it, are you looking more at just potential, or are you just looking at like what each team has done every week up until right now? I'm just kind of looking at right now. I mean, if we're going at potential, I would say I the would Raiders s- would have to be one of them. I would say the Jaguars have the most potential. Because my, I, I would, I would say probably the Raiders, just because you look at that lineup. I mean, their defense, their defensive line is probably one of the better ones, but what they've been doing hasn't been shit. Their offense is kind of stacked, but they really haven't been doing shit. So it's kind of like I would say if you're looking at potential, Raiders have to be one of them. But if you're going at what's just been going on each and every week, I would probably say, like you said, the Browns. Maybe even the Saints. Yeah, I mean the Saints are just like kind of like the Raiders. Like they have the pieces. they have it, but they just can't do anything with it. I mean Michael Thomas, he's just fallen off the cliff. Jar- Jar- hurt. Jarvis Landry's been hurt for most of the season. Luckily, Chris Olave has broken onto the scene. But I mean Andy Dalton, it's like Andy Dalton is an average quarterback, and he's not going to be better than that. Jameis Winston could be better, but then also he could be way worse. So it's like. Where do you want the save option? That's not going to get you higher. Do you want to go with the risky pick that could really flame out? So yeah. um, I think the Browns are the best team, but if I'm going to go with like my favorite team, I probably go with the Jaguars. Like the Jaguars are there. They have a lot of good pieces, you know, ETNs busted out, you know, Lawrence isn't the superstar number one best pick since Peyton Manning, like we thought he would be, but he's still a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, a pretty good second year quarterback, I should say. So, yeah, and they got some good pieces on the defensive side of the ball. But um, that is it. Uh, Big Daddy hasn't sent us in any questions recently. He, uh, you know, he's been working over there at uh, Sacramento State. Stingers up, baby. But that is it for the Instagram slash Twitter portion. If you want to be like Mr. Johnny, uh, send in those DMs or do respond to a call to action, which I did not check. I don't think we did any. We did not get a call to action on this one no yeah. big fluff on this week uh curveballs ancs on twitter and or instagram all the pertinent links are in the description said down below dominic i know we talked about this before the podcast did mr x send in any questions at the buzzer 833 so three minutes ago so not once so after we said after you know i think it might have been the jingle i think you said the jingle and like his antennas went off and he like remember like oh shit beep, 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 beep. Gotta i gotta go I got to do it. I can I yep. can feel a tingling in the loins. So thank you. Mr. And X. he comes through once again. Mr. X cannot say I can't. I mean, I think every week I praise him. Well, OK, maybe not every week, but when I do praise him, I praise him. Really we, we praise him every week. Every day we praise him. Praise be Mr. X. Amen. Oh, my brother testify. He says hello again. Hello again. Which MLB teams has made the best move so far in the early offseason? Um, I mean. Well, Mr. X, glad that you brought probably that Probably the up. Giants with Jock Peterson, probably. 
Oh yeah, you know, getting big cock jock back. Yeah. The uh, the twins trading away Geo Ursh- Urshela to the to the Angels. I don't I don't really know what if that is because yeah. you got Anthony Rendon. I know he's just can't stay on the field for more than thirty games, but it's like, do you do you really need more? Did you see the twins? Uh, uniform changes that aren't really uniform changes. Yeah, that I, I when I when I saw it, I kind of was just like, what's? It's not like a big radical change so it's kind of just like ah whatever it's like you change it just a little bit so you can get more people to sign or uh, yeah. more people to buy shit um i think what the the mariners have made some moves didn't the blue jays give the blue jays traded somebody i can't remember who it was uh teoscar hernandez that's what it was trying to Ooh. trying to go through the thing <laughs> uh kyle lewis the Mariners trade him to Diamondbacks, kind of making room for Teoscar. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks, the uh, the Mariners thus far getting uh, Teoscar. He's he's a, a good player. Maybe not has hasn't reached his full potential quite yet. Mm-hmm. But um, ain't you know it's kind of been the AOS show right now with the Angels making some moves and the Mariners making some moves. And then uh, the A's will be coming in pretty soon. Watch, just watch. Yeah, the, the A's will sign some some nobody for like six hundred. Some triple A ball player for two hundred thousand dollars in a ham sandwich. Yeah, I don't know about the ham sandwich. That's a little that's, that's a little rich for our blood, Dominic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, do you think LeBron will try to leave LA if things get worse? I think he's already packed his bags and is boarding a plane to go somewhere else right now. Don't know which team it is. Because, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of teams that he'll go to, but I think I think I think he's gone if they don't improve anytime soon. I just don't know where he goes. That is like a good fit for him. I mean, like if he wants to win, like he could Miami, he could go to like the Grizzlies or the Suns or some like perennial championship contender, but. At this point of his career, the the you know L.A. market gives what he needs to do. He can you know be in his area and do all the business mogul shit he wants to do. And honestly, I don't see him really moving until Bronny gets into the league and he just goes to wherever drafts him. And like we've talked about it, to where it's gonna be a fucking shit show where Bronny will be way overdrafted or whatever overtaken just because they want LeBron James and he's been kind of vocal saying that he wants to play with his kid and what LeBron is 10 years older than us. So that makes him 20, 38. So he doesn't really have too much more, too many more miles left on that old body. He's got two more years. So, yeah. He's so he signed through the 2022, 2023 season. So uh, he can walk after this. I know he is signed till 2025. He's an unrestricted free agent, 25. And when at does the Bronny- age of 40? Enter the I believe draft. in I believe in two years, so it's almost so it kind of like lines up for lines up to perfect happen. that when he should be able to get drafted and you know, and what's going to happen is the number one, number two draft picks, you know, unless Bronny shits the bed, you know, and doesn't get drafted anytime soon, like anywhere high in the draft. I mean, you know that that that's where you know you'll see if he shits the bed, he ain't going to go number one. If he's terrible, he ain't going to go number two, might not even go number three. But then when he, you know, they get, okay, well, 
we'll take Bronny because we know James is going to sign with us. And then you just got to tell, you know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fit you in somewhere, but this is a question I have. And Mr. X, feel free to chime in next week, Johnny, feel free to chime in whoever wants to chime in, whoever listens to this. But the question I have is so for shits and giggles, let's say it's the Orlando magic draft Bronny and LeBron goes, all right, magic. You got me too. Do you think anywhere in their contract says, Hey, you have to start, you have to give Bronny a lot of playing time or is, or do you think there's any type of like clause where, you know, he says, I want at least 10 minutes a game of playing together or something like that. Or do you think it's just, it's the nature of the business. If he gets drafted and they don't play him, they don't play him. I mean, there's probably gonna be like a little bit of that. It's going to be some, some unspoken, uh, you know, terms deal, that, that deal or like, something. Yeah. That, you know, can't, maybe Brawny shouldn't be playing 30 minutes a game, but, you know, get him out there for 15 minutes and get me out there for like 20 minutes and we can kind of overlap a little bit and play on the same squad. And we're on, I yeah. mean, we're on the goddamn Orlando Magic. I mean, maybe by that point, they get some, some decent players. They can be a, a low level playoff team, but. Yeah. But I think also LeBron is going to want to pull some strings to where he's on a, a decent enough, like, core to where he's not on the magic he would be on i don't even know what like like the kings like the kings are on a, a nice little run right now yeah keep keep them in you know california don't gotta move too too far yeah but it is sacramento okay. it's not exactly yeah. los angeles anyways All right. well oh adriana finally messaged me back so she's well, we gonna can, have we, to we can have get to tea, wait yeah we can get teabagged after mr x gives us his questions Time to do the NHL update. In NHL news, the Boston Bruins, who have set a new team record with nine home wins to start the season currently, have the best record in the NHL at 15-2 in the Atlantic. In the Metropolitan Division, the New York, the New Jersey Devil are riding high right now. Shout out Frank Tank. Riding high right now, especially after their 11-game win streak are 14-3 in the West Dallas and Winnipeg are battling for the lead. And the Central of Dallas currently sitting on top. Average fans need not worry too much because they are still not far. Still, hey, Mr. X, I know it's late not, over there. You gotta maybe just <laughs> settle down. Avalanche fans need not worry too much because they still sit not too far behind in third. In the Pacific, Vegas are 14 and four, still rule all the West Coast. Timu Celine, sure, I can help you with the UFC, not the NHL ones. Gotcha. One of the all time ducks, quack quack, motherfucker. Quack quack. Uh, Greats, who has his number eight retired alongside my all-time favorite player, Paul Carrillo's number nine, which is going to the Winnipeg Jets Hall of Fame. Congrats. Winnipeg being the team he started his career with. Congrats. Fiddling, fiddling, fiddling. Fittingly. Fittingly. There we go. That's the word. The game this past week celebrating his career was against Anaheim. And, of course, the Ducks quack quack lost. Sad quack quack. Quack quack. Okay. Uh, anything you want to add to his NHL report? Any bets? No, haven't. Uh, I have stayed away from the NHL because they absolutely fucked me last year. But uh, going, I there's no UFC questions in there, right? Goddamn no. Uh, so I said Izzy has a chance. He did have a chance. Looked pretty good. And uh, then Alex Porea. I forget what his last name yeah. is. He rocked his shit, he, dog. He rocked his shit. But your boy had... 
had 25 bucks on Padilla to get the win, and he did. I was super juiced because I was down. I was down bad tremendously at that point. So he uh, he uh, recouped all my losing, all my losses gotcha. on the day. So shout out Padilla, Forza okay. Brazil. Okay, on some wrestling that questions. Like Brazil. Uh, yes, I know. There are reports that Adam Cole's concussion suffered at Forbidden Door was so serious that it's possible he may never wrestle again. Will we ever see Adam Cole in a wrestling ring again? Yes. Oh, I mean, I actually did uh, throw on the Twitch today. I saw him play some God of War. He looked in a good spirits, but that's not exactly wrestling. I, you know, I saw the same thing that his injury hasn't exactly gone according to plan. Uh, I, th- I, I think I kind of forgot what his, I honestly forgot what his injury was, and now you see the concussion, uh, and I brought it back. I can't remember either. I was look. I was watching another video. It was Christian getting kicked in the head by Del Rio. That was a long time ago. But um, it was the end of the match, and they kind of messed up. The, obviously, the finish was messed up, and it was kind of awkward. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think he'll be back. I think AEW is probably just taking everything so slow because you know something as serious as a concussion, you don't want to get rushed back in, and then having you know people like Daniel Bryan and Christian and. You know, there's countless others who have concussion related issues in the past and, you know, probably getting their take on things about like, you know, hey, you should take shit slow or this or that and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm sure we'll see him back, but they're probably just taking it easy. Um, moving on, who has the who has been the biggest disappointment in the short history of AEW? which wrestler who we thought would become the future of the industry hasn't really lived to the billings, so to speak. <clears throat> do we do we do I really gotta say it? Say who you want, Dominic. It's your... CM Punk. Now I gotta push back on that a little bit. Like the 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 ending was definitely disappointing. But I mean he was he, he was, was he was setting you know box office records for the company and he was yeah you know, but those are things that he, it's still a disappointment. He comes in, gets hurt, comes back, and just shits the bed. Has a big tenter tantrum, throws it all away, fucking causes not only him to get suspended, but causes Young Bucks and Kenny Omega also to get suspended to come off a TV. And it just Larry lost a tooth. Exactly. And Ace Steel's over here fucking going cannibalism and just eating shit. It's just you know, it's, it's those actions that, you know, cause so many things. So it's a disappointment and, you know, I I can see the future of the industry. Yeah. Maybe because he's, you know, past his prime and shit, but I still think he could have, you know, he's the biggest disappointment to come into AEW with such high hopes and expectations and appeal and all these things. And he just squandered it all. So I'm going to go with Punk. I don't care, you know, who, whatever you say, I Punk has to be the biggest disappointment. I mean, I think there's unfortunately some different ways I could go. I thought maybe like the women's division as a whole um, tag team division as of late has been a little bit of a disappointment. Um, but I was kind of debating between Hangman Page and uh, Brian Danielson. Um, I think the Page storyline leading up to his title match, title win was great, but then it just was kind of lackluster after the fact. And I know COVID kind of messed everything up, and he also had a kid, so that kind of threw everything for a loop. And now he has a concussion. So, but 
I'm going to go kind of on the same wavelength as you. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. I think he's been a, a disappointment this past year plus uh, in AEW. He's just kind of been uh, the, the free spirit artist who just goes around, has you know good matches with a bunch of different people, tells his little stories, but hasn't really had a full-fledged top-of-the-line feud. Like at least CM Punk had the MJF feud. He had the Hangman title feud. I, I can't really point to anything Danielson's done in this past year plus that's really stood out besides like, you know, he had like a really good match with uh, Kenny had a really good match with page, but those are just like good matches in a bubble. They weren't like those overarching yeah. stories like punk and MJF. So I think and he was also hurt too though. So yeah, but I mean, he hasn't been hurt recently. True. So but I think it I, also comes down to AAW's booking. They're not very keen on, book that you know i mean like outside of cm punk mjf and then like adam page and kenny for the most part they're not like these big overarching mega stories yes so all right you pick punk i pick daniel cool last but not least what can we expect from soraya's first match back in five years and is anyone worried about what will happen when she takes her first bump um well donald's been ringing that bell for the past five weeks i'm When she was in her prime in NXT, early WWE main roster, she was, I think, one of, and this isn't me being a fanboy thinking that she's, I'm not, you know, going off of the sex appeal shit and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, I think she was legitimately one of the best female wrestlers in the world. Um, What I'm seeing recently from the little like brawling that they've been doing. Yeah, I know it's ring rust, but I just feel like it's nowhere near what she used to do. And I'm, I'm more nervous that she's going to make herself. I'm, I'm more embarrassed. That she, I'm more embarrassed. I'm more nervous. She's going to embarrass herself with having botches after botches, after mess ups, after mess ups, after just, just, uh, I just, I'm more afraid it's going to be such a terrible match. It's going to make her feel embarrassed. And that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. I don't really know what to expect from the match. Like in ring wise, I, I think there definitely will be some rust. She's, going to be a little bit nervous probably wants to prove herself but Britt is kind of like in that charlotte flair camp to where she can have a really good match if she's kind of led or like in there with a better wrestler but if she's gonna have to be the one carrying i don't have a ton of faith that she can you know do the heavy lifting so this match is gonna be interesting especially with the surrounding meh of it all which we'll get into in the preview but um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's been a while, so I'm kind of forgetting what her style was. Like, yeah, it was more just punches, kicks, you know, nothing too fancy. She wasn't a high flyer doing these weird, you know, Sasha. Ba- she doesn't have a Sasha Banks level move yeah. set, so it's not like she has anything dangerous. And she might augment her style to be more of just like Stone Cold was, like just more of a brawler. And yeah. that's what it is. That's perfectly fine. So as long as she doesn't get hurt, so no one gets hurt, so we can ask for. 
Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's it for Mr. X's questions of the week. I'm going to be like Mr. X. Email us, curveballandcs at gmail.com. You can hit us on Twitter, curveballsncs. Instagram, curveballsncs. Facebook, curveballs and share shots. YouTube, curve, is YouTube curveballs and share shots. Yep, just type it in. All the pertinent links type are in the in. description said below. Dominic, uh, I don't really go on Facebook. You do. Uh, do you even check the curveballs and share shots Facebook? Not really. Okay. That's okay. Facebook and Twitter's dying, so everyone yep. meet up at Instagram. Exactly. Well, so so let's get into the full gear predictions. Well, no, hang on. Okay. Address... Oh, sorry, sorry. We got to get teabagged by. Well, uh, we're not going to get teabagged this week because I listened to the message and uh, the she said that I cannot say that she was the source of this tea, but I kind of already. All right, everybody, everybody who's listening to this, shut the fuck up. Don't. Well, do not rat. Well, ex- well, I, and I don't trust people. Only, my my I mean, circle honest, of trust. Does anybody is, from all? I mean, Tyler has been fucking listening to this. So are we really that scared? I don't know Tyler Dominic, doesn't listen. To this. Maybe Tyler does listen to us. Dominic, Tyler doesn't fuck. Okay, I will ask Tyler a quiz right now. That what's like a a inside joke or something that only people who are li- to listen to the podcast would know. Guaranteed, he says quack quack motherfucker. I think something like more recent. Uh, I don't know, but I will not. I will not divulge this tea. It's it, it's kind of stuff that I've already kind of told you, but I'm not really going to divulge it just because on the off chance, you know, somebody listening does some digging and you know, f- you know, insider trading shit. You know, I don't want that. Don't want that to happen. Even though she doesn't work there anymore, she does have family that works there, and I don't want them to get in trouble. So, won't say anything. But she said next week, and I quote, she will have mild tea that she will come on and divulge. So, everybody, next week, special guest, special edition. Maybe not next week because of Thanksgiving. Maybe the week after. Don't know. We'll plan it out. Stay but tuned. She will finally come on. You will get your chance to actually have a voice conversation with your girlfriend, fiance, wife, baby mama, uh, whatever soulmate. soulmate on this podcast where I'll ask hard hitting questions about her ghosting of you. And it broke your heart. Yep. I've just devastated. So with that being said, let's get in to the AEW recap or the AEW full gear predictions. Cause why should we do oh. the dynamite recap? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm just going to do some predictions. So yeah, I can we're fucking just gonna... hop online and play some video games. Yeah. We're just going to combine everything together. So we got, can we just, no, 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 no. Can we just do the predictions? We are doing oh, the predictions. On. You say you're going to combine everything. That means you're going to fucking, well, um, well, I mean, well, we're going to like dynamite. Which... This happened. And that goes to this. Okay. Dominic, we got the AEW full gear predictions Thank sting you. and Darby Allen taking on Jay lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Yes. Sting and Jeff Jarrett are fighting in 2022. Nice. Um, this match doesn't really need to be on the show, but if you're going to be on the show, I say, give it to sting and Darby cause keep them strong. And why the fuck not? But I could also see Jeff Jarrett bashing Darby with the guitar and DQ or whatever. I kind of want Jeff Jarrett to win. Said kind of doesn't mean it will. It's going to be Sting and Darby because, you know, Sting and Darby. But, you know, Jeff Jarrett should just hopefully this is a one off thing and you don't see Jeff Jarrett every week. 
we got a steel cage match as Luchasaurus takes on Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Uh, one of the most, well, I think probably the way well, besides the main event, maybe the mm. uh, most storyline driven match on the card, maybe the most emotional match on the card will be fun to see uh, what AEW does with this. You know, some they've done the cage matches with like the Cody MJF stuff. Uh, we had the tag cage match and all out last year, but you know, this is more like a straight up traditional end of the road grudge match cage match and uh, i'm excited to see what they can do hopefully they just keep the shenanigans out of it no uh christian with mace trying to lock the door and locking unlocking the door and whatever the case may be so i i say just give it to jungle boy jungle boy gets a win over luchasaurus and you can have christian go off a tv and he can rehab and get healthy and then we can uh you know jack can do something in the interim and then run it back at revolution or whenever the fuck christian gets healthy meh i mean luchasaurus has been just taken advantage of he needs to get this win i'm gonna go with luchasaurus okie dokie i mean you, you come on he's he's the backbone of that tag team for how for how long Ronnie Dangerfield, no respect. Exactly. He, he deserves this win. We got the TBS title as Jade Cargill defends against Nyla Rose, who has the physical championship. Uh, hopefully this match, you know, get in and out. Jade gets the win, gets her title back. Technically two heels. Nyla showing more of her personality that we see on Twitter. They just give it to Jade. How you doing? Keep moving. And uh, she gets her belt back. Maybe yeah. red, maybe red velvet comes back, or yeah, right. She's the one that's hurt. Yeah, red velvet's hurt. Yeah, but I don't know what the fuck she'd be doing. It's Jade, baby. It's Jade time. We got a fatal four way for the ROH title as Chris Jericho defends against Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara. Uh, kind of a weird hodgepodge of you know people thrown in this one could be a tag match we did get a tag match last uh yesterday whatever someday on dynamite um we do got what death before dishonor on uh in december so maybe you keep the title on jericho you could do the old okie doke and have someone pin someone else and then you do jericho versus them but maybe we see some dissension with uh sammy and chris but um Give it Jericho. Where the fuck has Daniel Garcia been? They did the whole thing with him and Danielson and the Blackpool Combat Club, and he's just been gone. I haven't been watching Rampage, to be honest, but where the fuck's Daniel Garcia at? I mean, he's a Ring of Honor champion. This isn't Ring of Honor. He's the Ring of Honor pure champion. Exactly. So why is he going to be on AEW? Well, Chris Jericho's on AEW. But, is he, but he's signed to AEW. Oh, okay. But then is Daniel Garcia signed to AEW too? I don't know. Too many people. Too many titles. Most want to sound smart, but you know, I think I predict it's going to be like when Triple H versus HBK versus John Cena at whatever single Survivor Series when the opening match, Shawn Michaels super kicks Triple H. I think we're going to have a recreation of that moment where the first thing that Sammy does is like take out Chris Jericho. Ooh, or maybe Jericho hits a Judas effect on Sammy. Ooh, maybe. (laughs) Ah, the fuck was that? Uh, Sean Kingston's calling out uh, Tony Khan. 
cool. We got a TNT triple threat match. So we got a Fredo four way and a triple threat. We love these multiple man matches as Wardlow defends against Samoa Joe and powerhouse Hobbs. I definitely could see this one being the finish where we get a stolen pinfall. Uh, if you want to keep Wardlow strong and maybe go towards MJF with the, for the AEW title, maybe that's how you get the title off of him. Fuck it. Give it to our boy. Old Willie Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs gets the Dubsky. Definitely not bias. I wouldn't mind that. I would, I would like to see Will Hobbs finally get pushed out and, you know, start being, uh, how do you say a also, menace to society might see an announcement that AEW revolutions coming to the chase center. I think he's going to the cow palace. Well, oh, I think, no, that, that, that's well, just, that, that was just dynamite and rampage. Yeah. But then I saw on the internet that apparently it's coming to the chase center. Fancy. Crazy. I know. Damn. I don't live there anymore. I know. You always mm-hmm. come down. Mm-hmm. Oh, you save your money and you go to double or nothing again. Mm-hmm. Or go to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's probably going to happen, which is what sucks. Because I'm broke as a motherfucker. Well. Anyway, so going with Paul Powerhouse Hobbs as yes, well. So we got uh, five matches left. Dominic, I think we all know what the main event's going to be is John Moxley and MJF. But I have a question for you. What would you say is the second biggest match on the card? We got. Britain Soraya, the women's title match, the tag title match, and the trios title match. Trios. Okay. Okay. It's a returning of the elite. So it has I, to I be. think that's a that's probably a good pick as well. So uh let's go with Dr. Britt Baker DMD taking on Soraya. Dominic, you've been vocal about how you don't want Soraya in AEW and how you're kind of down on the whole situation. I was more optimistic, but now I've kind of turned on that. This whole feud has just been, I wouldn't say a disaster, but AEW kind of does this too much, and we see this kind of almost littered throughout the card of just muddy in the water of you don't know who to pick. And Britt Baker had a fantastic promo this week on Dynamite. Fantastic babyface promo. Only problem is I don't think she's a babyface. Yeah. Soraya, maybe she like realized what happened last week and just cut bait and said, all right, fuck the talking, let's just fight. And that's what we're going to get on this week. But uh, you know, you're, you're more down on just Soraya overall being here, but how have you how have you felt about the the story and the character development thus far? It's just, it, this has been AEW's problem for a long time. It's just, you know, you say you're the heel, you're the face, and then they both suck at it, and fans get behind it totally opposite, and they don't know how to go about it. So, I mean, it's just, it's just... Do we get a double turn? Britt Baker turns? I think it's going to be Britt turning. I think they're going to try to keep Soraya face just because, uh, well, they're going to do their best to keep her as a face because of the fact that she has such, she has all the, the star, uh, the superstar, whatever you want to call it. She's a superstar. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if Britt kind of comes back to be in a face, but then it kind of turns into, okay, where do you go from there with her? What happens with Reba? Exactly. Well, everybody needs to know. So, you know, it's going to be funky. It's going to be funky after, after tomorrow. Staying in the women's division, three women's matches on an AEW pay-per-view. Who would have seen that coming? We got Tony storm, the interim champion defending against Jamie hater. Once again, 
little bit muddy in the waters, not exactly because it's one's a heel and one's a face. That's not a face and whatever. Just Tony Storm a little bit cool recently and crowd getting behind Ooh. Jamie Hayter, who's I think conventionally Underrated. a heel, but the, the crowd's kind of liking her and she's you know, been getting some decent reaction. I think she was hotter if, you know, maybe like a month ago, but I think the crowd is much more behind Jamie than they are Tony Storm. Now, if you're like completely dead set on Storm versus Thunder Rosa later down the line, like, okay, you can go with that. But I say you pivot and you just kind of run with Jamie Hayter and see what you got with her. So I, I think we get a title change here. Now that also does throw a wrench in there because she's with Britain. What is like, what is the match with Britain Soraya and how does Jamie kind of get thrown into that mix? If he does win the title I think that's also a little question mark in my scenario, but we'll figure it out later down the line. I kind of don't, I kind of don't disagree with that, but then it's kind of like when Thunder Rosa comes back, wouldn't you want to run it back with, you know, her and Tony storm? I mean, that, I mean, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like, if you want that to happen, sure. But when is that? Like, is Thunder going to come back at Winter's Coming? Is she going to be back in January? Do you really want to hold that title hostage for a little bit with Storm, who in her current incarnation is not doing so well? Uh, and just kind of yeah. killing, killing the division that's not really much of a division to begin with? I guess. I mean, I was just hoping for the possibility of just trying to see that match, I guess, but you know, it's no big deal. You know, it's fine. Then we got the acclaim, the acclaim defending their AEW world title tag titles against Swerve and our glory Uh, for better, for worse. The acclaim are the most over thing in AEW right now. We got a captain insano uh, cameo, which I thought was amazing. Best part of dynamite, which, it was kind of forced and out of nowhere, but fuck it. We finally got a Captain Insano shot. Love to see it, Dominic. Nah. Don't you don't you fucking disrespect the name of Captain Insano. He shows oh. no mercy, and he is the reason for Bobby Boucher taking the Mud Dogs to the Bourbon Bowl. No, that's because Bobby Boucher didn't hold anything back. And he showed no mercy like Captain Insano. Mm. Whatever okay. you say, dog. And this must also mean we're getting Captain Insano at a in the AEW wrestling game, which I think they're supposed they're teasing that we're going to get like a big trailer or like a big announcement, probably a uh, release date or something like that. So stay tuned for that. But back to the title match, Dominic, do the acclaim keep it? Does Swerve and Glory take it? Do we get a breakup of Lee and Swerve? What, what what's going on here? I think Lee and Swerve come close to it, and then something happens, and we get a breakup and then next thing you know lee goes on a singles run and we're looking at a keith lee world champion i am all for that uh oh yeah as well i'll go with the acclaim to get the win uh possibly a breakup i'm all for keith lee and swerve i think swerve is great as a heel lee works better as a face but oversized undersized heel face matchup might be a little difficult to pull off, but I think if they could, it would be swer- swervingly. Um, then we get the trios title match, the elite taking on Triangle de la Muerte, which shout out, they did say it on Dynamite this past week. So you said this is the second most important match on the show, but where do you think they slot it? Opener, middle, semi-main, second or third match from the top with a little buffer in between. What do you, what do you think they put this one? Uh, first or second. 
just fucking started out hot and just kill yes. the crowd already. Yes. Because I, I think this match is maybe by far and away to be the best match of the night. I mean, the we all know how good Triangle de, de la Muerte is and the elite. They've Being been well rested. Well rested. They've you... been out for forever and they got something to prove. Yes. Maybe a little uh, GTS action. Maybe. Maybe. Probably, probably not, but maybe. You um, never know. Do the elite to get their titles back or do Triangular de la Muerte retain? I want Triangular de la Muerte. Nailed I want it. them to retain because I feel like it will be just better overall to have them retain. And you can, I don't know, I'm thinking you can f- have the elite feud with House of Black for a little bit. They did tease a little bit of dissension between Pac and Lucha Bros. Didn't really go after that this week in their match, but maybe they they uh, revisit that in the uh, in the uh, at the pay per view. But call it cheap. But I th- say just get it back on the elite and whatever the original plan was, as long as it didn't involve CM Punk. Um, I think you just do whatever you're going to do with the elite going forward. Well, I mean, does that mean you? go right into a house of black feud because that's what they need to do they need to give house of black some attention since they're all coming back as well i know they're coming back that's cool but they must have had a plan coming out of all out and that guy's completely derailed and they can still do that i mean maybe you switch it up a little bit and they probably have to do a promo and at least acknowledge what happened or vaguely acknowledge what happened but i think besides that you just Take what you were supposed to do two, three months ago and just do it now. I guess you could. It won't hurt, but yes, you could. Guess you could. Then in the main event, we go to old Jonathan Moxley defending his AEW world title against Maxwell Jacob Friedman in the main event in New Jersey, I believe. So in MJF's in MJF's home abode. So it should be a MJF hometown advantage. Uh, Dominic, how have you uh, liked the build so far? Kind of teasing, will he, won't he, MJF going, saying he's going to do it alone. I've kind of said my piece of how it's kind of flippy floppy on how we're supposed to feel with MJF and Moxley is just kind of there, just doing his thing. I, I'm okay with everything. I'm not tripping if, it, if he does do it by himself. I'm not tripping if he doesn't because... He's supposed to be the heel. He's supposed to have be hated. He's supposed to make me feel all these things. But then again, I kind of want him to do it alone so I can be like, damn, he beat Moxley. Like, that's fucking what's up. Right, right. We've been seeing a lot more William Regal recently with these Moxley in-ring promos. Is, is, is Regal turning? Is he joining MJF? Is the BCC no more? I kind of want that just a red no more. I kind of don't want them to be around anymore, honestly. I think it's hurting them more, if anything, because you have all these people who could be megastars and or who are megastars. And I think I think they brought Regal in just to have that, you know, hey, we have a big signing. And it's just not the same. Okay, okay. I mean, I I could see Regal getting involved. I, I think anything is on the table. The only thing is I do not want the firm to get involved and 
be behind MJF. I think that is the worst case scenario. I, I don't want the firm to get involved in the match at all, but if they do just fucking beat them up and send them to the back and maybe yeah. MJF and Moxley team up and, you know, take them out. But yeah. I think any, anything besides the firm joining up with MJF after everything has taken place, I'll be okay with. I think MJF wins. I think we do get Regal turning and joining up with them. So MJF, Man. Returns to being a heel, even though it might be hard for people to completely. We're not going to get 2021 MJF again, but I think we're going to get 2023 MJF being the AEW champion. Okay. What was your final pick, Dominic? I mean, I'm still going to go with Moxley, but I'm, uh, I'm still, I'm okay with whatever happens in this outcome. If MJF wins clean, MJF wins dirty. MJF anything I'm fine if Moxley wins however way too I don't care I'm I'm okay with any any scenario that can come out of this so there's no right or wrong I think Moxley will still win but like I said I'm okay with anything okay okay uh World Cup starting next week Dominic what's your pick who's winning the whole thing and it's definitely Portugal right it's either Italy or America I don't think Italy's in the tournament again yeah we're going with America okay they play America. Wales on Monday, so we'll see how that turns out. But America, that is it for today. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. If you're listening to this on Saturday, wish Dominic a very merry, happy birthday. And that's about it. Uh, thank you guys. If you want to be a part of the podcast, Curveballs and CS on Twitter and or Instagram, Curveball and CS at gmail.com. All the links, everything you need in the description of said podcast. Dominic, any lasting thoughts any last topics for the people mm, stay out of drugs unless they're free and let's go brandon let's go brandon all right thank you guys very much goodbye for the studio audience and the mascot and teabagging with adriana and or no what what's what's her uh what's her thing because mine's teabagging with brandon what's hers Adriana's tea bags. Adriana's tea bags. So, Mr. X and, and friends, questions of the week, Dominic's picks, um, Dominic's counseling session, and all the other segments we do here on the podcast. See you next week. Maybe, probably not. Who knows? Goodbye. Good night. Uh, bye bang. Making bang. Today's too long ago Don't agree with me